All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. We wrap up Fargo, talk about True Detective's new season. Is Wonka a wreck? And we talk about the current state of movie theaters. Here we go. And here we go, Nordies podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Oh, splendid. Lee, how are you? Hey, it's good. Um, we had a really fun sports cast talking about the NFL, talking about the Timberwolves, talking about Ant's shoes. I'm hyped up on all three of those all things. All of them. The playoffs More been so after that pod. Yeah, so go check that out. Really fun episode this week. We talked about uh, the best of the NFL, talked about uh, what it means for the Vikings as well. So mm-hmm. lots of good stuff. I enjoyed it. Me too. All right, guys. Uh, another thing we'd enjoy is if you guys would give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Wow. Well yeah. done. Yeah. And while watching the Timberwolves game. That's yeah. impressive. We're having a great time. We're having a great time. All right. So here we go. Starting with some news uh, right away. One thing I had a question about. We talked about the Emmys last week. Mm-hmm. We picked our Nordies the week before. We picked The Bear as our best show. Right. Our best drama. We put it in drama. It won the best comedy Yeah. for the Emmys. So I finally, I figured this out because we thought it was weird. People think it's weird. So before tw- 2021, if you were a half an hour show, you were in comedy. If you were over that, like an hour show... You're in uh, drama. That's how it was. They changed it in 2021, and the creator of The Bear submitted it for comedy. So there you go. Because they just weren't feeling confident, or what? I I don't really know. I I mean, it is. It definitely has funny. It's comedic, but so is Succession. I mean, I would say that Succession is much more of a comedy. I would yes, much more. Most of the dialogue is is written to make you laugh, right? So, um. Yeah, I, that's they chose it. So, and guess I mean it worked. They cleaned up, but can't really blame like a broken system. You can I think submit whatever you want for anything now, which is great because there's tons of shows, Barry, Atlanta, that ride these edges, and they sh- the creators should be able to choose what category they. Submit. I just, I just think that like TV comedy shouldn't be like um hey we just don't want to compete with the hour long show. Yeah. That's what it feels like for this. Yeah, that's yeah. what it feels like. This feels just like, this feels like it was like the, the second show. Like, yeah, I know. And then because it's less prestigious, right? That's what it feels like. Yeah. You know, they do the comedy and then they do the drama, and you're competing with also musicals. I would rather that they said <laughs> it's comedy and musical, sixty minute right? show and thirty minute show. You like that better? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, I mean, just in general, huh? Like, don't even say comma. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't right. really matter to me. Like, at this point, like, these shows are all blend together anyways. Yeah. Like, it, there's no good comedy without some good dra- dramatic moments in it. Like, The Office would make you cry sometimes. And right? I think The Office was much more of a comedy than anything anyone's watching now. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, there's way just, more than yeah. anyone's watching at this point. Yeah. Like, the shows now are so much more complicated. We've decided we don't want things to just be silly. We don't just want a silly episode that yeah. doesn't going to lead anywhere. We want to be building a story at all times. And everything in the world is about building a universe of some type. Like, you know damn mm-hmm. well when the bear is done, they're going to be like, what Welcome restaurant did Sid, did Sydney open? Yeah, exactly. And you know, so let's watch her She journey, moved to yeah. Italy, and she learned how to cook pasta. And here's how she started a restaurant with a bunch of 
you can know, they start that now? <laughs> that sounds good as You know what hell. I mean? Like, can't you just imagine that that's yeah. what they're going to do? They're just going to make a bear universe. And you got the, the big black dude's pastry shop yes, to yeah, follow along yeah. with. And the Latino woman, she can do something cool. That Somali guy, though, fake Somali. And we know Somali people. Mm. Don't you think? He doesn't have the accent right. He doesn't. like, And he's supposed to be like from Minnesota, came down to Chicago to work. Is that his story? Yeah. Mm, I like that. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah, like same in the curse, the guys from Minnesota as well. And the actor that plays him in the curse, the Smalley guy is a Minnesota actor. So there you go. But that's fake, man. That's not authentic. The guy they got, it ain't working for me, but it's a great show. All right. Well, something that wasn't working for a different universe was John Boyega, because after (laughs) the first movie, they sidelined that guy. In Star Wars. They were like, you're kind of yeah. in love with someone. Nothing yeah. comes of it. Someone's uh, in love with you, actually. So you don't really play. get any powers. Uh, you have a couple moments, but really and truly, you're kind of like, if, if Han Solo wasn't a big part of the movie, that's <laughs> pretty much what they went with with him. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Horrible. Poor guy. You're right. He is trying He's bitter about that, man. his hand now at uh, a prequel to the Book of Eli. Okay. Do you remember I didn't this watch this movie. You've never seen it. No, it looked bad. I think it was bad, mm-hmm. but I think it was really popular. Um, I think that a lot of ki- like people quoted a lot. Like they, you know, I think it, I, it was, was Denzel, popular right? with some, Denzel Washington as a blind guy. Yeah. Okay. So this that. is going to be one of those movies, just like uh, Captain Marvel mm-hmm. with a young, uh, <laughs> we're like, when is, um, what's his name? The, the Samuel Jackson's character. You see, can tell I don't watch this shit anymore. Uh, Nick Shield. Fury? Yeah. When is like Nick Fury going to lose his eye? That's all yeah. you're going to... And like Furiosa, it's a prequel. Mm-hmm. going to be like, when is she going to lose that arm? Well, this is going to be John Boyega. When's he going to go blind? When's he... Oh, yeah. And it looks really yeah. bright. That room looks bright. Oh, this could be it. Oh, okay. bottle of acid there. I can't imagine I'm going to watch this. No, you don't need to. I, I think it's a bad choice for Boyega. I don't think people ask for this. Um... A prequel. I mean, I, I mean, I know, I know a, how a they sold this. People don't care that much about. Oh, but is he the same character? Yeah, Ugh, he's a young version of Denzel. Because yeah. I thought that what well, would be like how I would have sold this is like he was Denzel's mentor or something, or he was doing something similar at the same time. And yeah, kind of like like Blade Runner twenty forty nine style. And the whole plot of the he, he's like a really godly man, and so like he is really lucky. That's kind of his like it's. He He's just like, walks into the a situation. The forces with me. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I think you, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, the guy uh, is like walking through like no. A that's war. what it was. Yeah, it's like oh, good. dude, he just walks into ridiculous situations and then starts talking, and now he's like, you know, gonna, I don't know, not die when he should. Anyways, forget it. We hmm. can skip that one. John Vega needs. He's awesomely talented. I want to see him do something cool. Okay, well, uh, something that we did not ask for, besides a new Book of Eli movie, right. is a new Jurassic era. And that's exactly what Univer- oh universe, uh, Universal is trying to and make And why for wouldn't us. they? You know, we're going to get these movies forever, and they're never going to be good again, right? They're never going to do a good one, are they? I mean, I don't think I've ever watched... I haven't watched all of the movies. I haven't either. I haven't watched the last one. I think but I've I really watched, did watch a lot of the bad ones. I think like, I've watched three of them. I think I watched one and two. Okay. And then I watched... Um, Both. I mean, first one, maybe the best movie first of all time. First one is incredible. Whatever, it's can... a super good movie. Yeah. Second one is a huge step down already, but it's yeah. like still pretty good and seems like they sort of cared about the characters and stuff. Yeah. And then and then I watched the first one with Pratt. Okay. And it was 
just a ripoff of the first movie, Jurassic but like World, way worse. A, yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was really bad. And they started doing the like, well, uh, we made a dinosaur park. Now what if we made our own giant dinosaurs? And I was like, of course. Like, what a it's terrible wild story. Enough, they always have to one-up it. And now there's They're going like, to make a super T-Rex, and he's really dangerous. Oh, no, he's the, out. The dinosaurs are going to be smart, and they're going to wear armor next. And they're going <sighs> to, you know, they're going to have to keep... It's like, they're already dinosaurs, dude. Yeah. Just give us more dinosaurs. It's already wild as fuck. They don't then, need to, then they had, like, the one that was like the extinction or whatever. No, it's like, they're now there's just dinosaurs living amongst everyone. That's where they're at uh, at this point. So, you like, know what happened? People there'd be dinosaurs would be killing outside. them left and right. Oh, I'd be hunting the fuck People out of them. People would all be hunting dinosaurs all the time. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't even feel bad about this. This thing shouldn't even exist. Mm. Blam! <laughs> Elephant gun. How many people would be hitting them with their car? Like, on, on accident. Like, <laughs> crossing on the, the road. Daily. Those little bird ones, they never seen a car before. I think the craziest thing is, is like when you think about time with dinosaurs, like all these dinosaurs didn't live at the same time. They live right. like, they live further apart than like all of human history. Yeah. <laughs> like they never shared the earth, but we just imagine they were and like humans hanging never, together. Yeah. Never. Those pictures from like the creationist museums and shit ain't, ain't real. There was never dinosaurs fighting humans and shit. Oh, the creationist stuff is hilarious. Those mu- like, they're really like really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I saw it in a museum. So that's why I believe it. <laughs> All right, well, are you a big fan of Paul Giamatti? I like Paul Giamatti. Do you? Um, I think he's a great character actor. What's I don't his know most important it. role? Uh, he blew up after that movie about wine called The Sideways. Mm-hmm. Remember? No. You don't remember that movie? No. It was like Thomas Hayden Church and that guy? I, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Sideways? Nothing. No, this rings no bells. Like, oh if you, I think you might have. I think you were making this up. Well, I think you were like, uh, watch everyone as I trick him into saying <laughs> yes. He watched a movie about wine. They have threesomes in it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that may or may not be true, but you don't know. I don't know. Um. Well, what's going on? It with is him? true. No, but it, so <laughs> Paul Giamatti's just like this likable guy. He wins the the Emmy for this movie called um, The Holdovers, I think, and he goes to like in and out with his, you know, his big Emmy trophy. He's like, he's just a, a cool guy. Like, yeah. People like him. So HBO Max is doing a thing where you can turn on uh, Giamatti vision and they have their shows like Giamatti'd out. Like you start friends. So I can watch Game of Thrones. And they're all friends. I don't know if they did every show or not, but I saw a bunch of examples and they're ridiculous. And so what they did is like, they changed the credits. So like friends, instead of friends, it says like, Giamatti's and then all the characters are Giamatti. <laughs> they put his fucking face on all the people. So like this is ridiculous. Two, like three, four Giamatti's in the same room, all like having a scene. I mean, it's and they did it to a bunch of stuff. Like five, six, eight shows. I don't know what they have, but it's I'm gonna watch something with it next time I'm in there. See what I get. I just don't I don't know why. What a move. Someone spent a lot of time on this. A lot of money like they, and a lot they, of time They were this. like, let's get rid of a lot of our shows, but let's do a Giamatti, Giamatti. swap. <laughs> you know, everybody knows Giamatti's big hits. Let's fire everybody like, in our... and sideways. Let's fire everyone in our award-winning um, documentary <laughs> team. Yeah. But we do need Giamatti filter. Get the Giamatti... <laughs> see, more engineers to work on the app, and they'll make I mean, how back. many seasons of uh, 60 Day Fiance or whatever do they have Giamatti'd? It's just him yeah. dating himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, kissing himself. I love it. Some people are into that. <laughs> Giamattiites. Um, I I don't care about this at all. No, I don't care. Okay, what about uh, 
What's going on with in the world of White Lotus? That's a show that's kind of like dropped onto the scene. Yeah. Something we all look forward to. What's I going on with it. that? So Mike White is the the writer, director, creator of the show. Right? He he does the casting, he does everything. He's he's pretty brilliant. He's been writing for a long time, but he also is like a huge fan of Survivor and great and he was on both. Did you know that? No. The creator was, he was just like, it was like a, a lawyer, a teacher from Minnesota, okay. Mike White, a writer from California. Okay, I like that. Like, and he, he's, dude, and he did Survivor and The Amazing Race, dude. This guy is fascinating. Can he fascinating. please just get onto the real show, The Challenge? Because if he was on The Challenge, I would be interested. He's not sexy enough, bro. Yeah. He's not young enough. He's not fit enough. He's not sexy enough. Survivor? I think he can he can hang. So, but dude, I just think that this guy is fascinating. I cheer for him for everything he does. Uh, he goes back like he he worked on Office Space and like he's okay. been around forever. So, I this was a real surprising story. Yeah, I did not know this was coming. Like usually they don't really let celebrities on him if it's not. But they're like he's not like that famous really. So they just put him on. Hey, if, I had if no idea. anybody listens to us and also likes the challenge, I just want to apologize quickly mm. that we really pushed the challenge and we're getting like the worst ever season of it. Okay, so <clears throat> we even did like a challenge draft. Draft. We have and, a draft like, have going with friends and, line, and a group chat and everything. Know, but yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the season you got everybody sold on, and then this is what we're getting. So. I, I hope you feel bad and I, I do. say sorry. But the only really... thing that's exciting is we're getting season 40. It's going to be loaded with everyone. Yeah. So. No, I'm actually, what I've seen Hopefully of it, I'm quite. enjoying, but I'm not even really watching. As it gets down the line and we know what we all need to win, yeah. those episodes will be fun. But okay. Yeah. Um, let's move on to okay. uh, something that we all need to talk about, and that's our love of charity. Yeah. We love charity. So we are going to be doing our, I don't know, fourth Annual, uh, third annual, fourth, okay, fourth, at least fourth. Uh, charity Royal Rumble this year. Um, if you've done this in the past, you know exactly what's going on this year. We're going to have 30 contestants. The buy-in is going to be $20. I want you to imagine that this is um, you donating to charity. There's going to be two Royal Rumbles, and I haven't looked very much into this because I don't watch wrestling more than a couple nights a year, but I'm assuming... But the big nights, you're in. But I'm Always assuming in. that there are going to be 30 men and 30 women that fight in the Royal Rumble. If there's more, I will look uh, that up before we do this. Right, and they do the, the women's first or second, and th- they do them separately. Yeah, they do them separately, back. and there's 30 people in each. So what's going to happen here is you are going to be randomly assigned one number, and that number will count for both the men and women's Royal Rumble. Okay, so you will get a draw from the women's, and you will get a draw from the men's. So you have two chances to win. Yeah. It's going to cost you $20. That's a $600 pot. So what's going to happen? $300 of that will go to a local charity. We are taking suggestions yes. on charities that you guys think would be a good cause for us to donate that we money to. We have great ones. You know, Habitat, you can never go wrong donating. The, there's, there's some awesome charities, but... If somebody can tell us like a reason why they favor one, we'd love to hear it. Then we are going to uh, give $150 to the winner of the women's and $150 to the winner of the men's. Right. So 10, 10 of it to charity, 10 of it in the pot. Let's yeah. go. So it should be fun. Um, if you want to get in on that, you don't have to be a fan. You don't have to watch. We'll just tell you if you won <laughs> right. either way. It's fun. It's just a good way to gamble and give to charity at the same time. So yeah, just DM us on Instagram and... It, We'll get you in. First yeah. 
First 30, 30 people are yeah, in. First 30 people. Let's go. Okay, so it's time to talk hot wrecks and not wrecks. And the only place that we can start is wrapping up this season of Fargo. They did it. So, Nine Sue, episodes. let's try to go as spoiler-free as we can while still talking about things we can So that we can we encourage people in the plot. to watch. Yeah, definitely. So we can talk about characters. We can talk about things that happened and themes of it without giving away everything. Okay. All right, good. I would say that my biggest takeaway from this show was Juno Temple. Absolutely. Rising star. star. turned here. Like, yeah. this was a huge show for her and her career. And it felt like she was like this bit piece player on Ted Lasso and did these little roles throughout Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And this felt like um, a award-winning level performance on a big TV show. And I kind of think the future is bright now at this point, I at least agree. in the short term for Juno Temple. And for her to move out of, you know, comedic roles only, right? She used to yeah. just do like, she used to be like the girlfriend in a lot of comedies. Yep. She, you know, this is a big growth thing for her. And Fargo always has good and interesting casting. Uh, you know Jesse Plemons, how he's kind of blowing up right now? Yeah. He was uh, like one of the leads of season three. And it did wonders for his career. Like, look where Jesse Plemons is now. Yeah, it's just, it's such an interesting show. And I think it's that like, this relaunched her and it relaunched John Hamm into oh, actual serious roles if you John want John Hamm. Like, he was actually, actually fun in this. He went from a, like, a commercial guy. Yeah, to, right. Like, I think he's going to get some cool roles from this. I hope so, too, because he did do a, a really nice job. I think that in the scenes with him and Juno, she, she kind of killed him. Like, she was the better actor in the room. Yeah. Um, But he was, he did things that he hasn't tried in a long time, and he was really, really good. And just, like, a great written character, too. He was so good. He had real conviction about his ideas. They were so crazy. The, the crooked sheriff from Fargo. Like. You you believed that he believed all of this crazy shit he was saying. Absolutely. And I think that was the best part. That's the And the way best. he got people around him to believe it. And, yeah. like, his web was just fucking He He was gross. not... Like, he was... He truly believed the things that were coming out of his mouth. And he really yeah. felt like he was justified in all of these crazy actions. I don't think that there are better villains than that. Yeah. Like a villain who feels like everything they're doing is the right thing and the good thing. And maybe in the, like in this case, like what God wants. Right. That is, would, he'd, you know, he'd, he'd put that in there. Yeah. And like, I just, I thought he did a really good job in yeah. this too. I even liked the uh, stranger things, Steve, which we don't really know his name. Yeah. Junior, whatever. Oh, that you just like, yeah. I don't know his we name. Don't, we don't... It's okay. Steve from Stranger Steve Things. Steve from Stranger Things. That's uh, what everyone knows Something him as. Harrington? No, his name was Steve Harrington yeah. in the we show. We don't know. We, we don't know, know his name. whole character's name from Stranger Things. I don't so. know his real name, but I thought he was really good. He was too. good. He was good. He played a good part of kind of like the sad fucking schmuck that you need those characters in, in Fargo. Yeah. You need and, like the shit ons. And then sure. the, the other people I really liked in this, the creepy guy fantastic he was awesome yep the creepy killer guy who's just has and like a lot of times this character has no morality at all like right that that's how they usually play it like anton chigurh right from from no country like there's just no thought of morality there in this he has his own big code of morality yes but he does horrific things yes and he's convinced. He's convinced that's correct, right? So yeah, that I, guy was. Great. I liked him, and then finally, I liked um, uh, Juno's husband. Dude, let's talk about him for a second. He might come on the pod. <laughs> he knows about the podcast because he's from Minnesota. 
Really? Yes. Let's go. No, he might come on because he was like, oh, that sounds awesome. We'll look it up. Anyways, I have to DM him. But this guy, like in the beginning of this here. Okay. I I don't want to give any spoilers, right? Uh Um, Wasn't the husband kind of an annoying character? At first. I was like, God, he seems kind of annoying and so boring. And like, you know, the he wasn't. I think he was supposed to be like a little bit unlikable because kind of reflecting the main character's. Like, you know, look he at was, her own he, life. I don't right? think he was unlikable. I think he was like helplessly annoying. Yeah. Yep. He was like a nice guy who was so helpless that she had to do everything for him. But in the end, she loved the things that she didn't even realize he was doing for her. Yes. And like the level of unconditional and her support. Just, like, wanting to get back to that family then. At yeah. the end was, and then by the end, he's one of my very favorite characters. By the end, he is scene so at the funny end. in yeah. every single scene. He's cracking me up. Yeah. Like in the final episode, I'm not going to say why or what, but like they're in this tense moment in the final episode. It feels the scene. It's it pictured the scene where they're all in the basement in uh yeah in the inglorious bastards Bastards, right where like it seems casual but there's a huge underlying there's a huge underlying 10 like there's everyone's life is on the line right but it's like it's like he was cracking me up in a scene that felt like my chest was tight yeah and i think that was the real brilliance of him in this show yeah he was really funny you said that like he 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 was started out as my least favorite character and became one of my favorites that's yeah i thought he kind of stole like i really like dave foley the guy with the eye patch oh he was so good he He was was so good good. i love him and i've been watching him do like goofy canadian sketch comedy all my life dude i just think that this show um i went into it with kind of low expectations I, I did. I, that's fair. I mean, you hadn't watched other seasons. You, I've watched. I think two of the four seasons. Oh, okay. I don't know. I was like, my expectations were pretty low. Through two episodes, I was pretty iffy on it. Yeah. Slower start. I was like, I don't know what's yeah. going on. Really, I think the third episode really I still kind of felt me, that and way. I appreciated that. And then I stuck with it. I was hyped. And it got better and better and better and better and better. And like yeah. the acting and the writing and everything got better. The show was really good. Isn't we, it? Doesn't it feel like an FX show? Yes. They take weird chances. They do artistic things. They have mm-hmm. a fucking puppet show for 15, 20 minutes. A long puppet show about uh, it was domestic a, violence. And it was really intense. beautiful. And it was an incredible scene. Yeah. They crushed it. So, yeah. yeah. I, I they thought do this, weird shit. And it's, it works, man. And I thought this was some premiere television. Wonderful to hear. Premier I hope it's just back. Television. Like, I, I can't wait for another season. I mean, at this point, um, we're going to get into the show next. I think that it's a bigger role and a bigger launch pad um, than True Detective. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, by a lot. It has a way better reputation, yeah. or it should. It, it just, like, all of its seasons are pretty good to good. Yeah. And True Detective's <laughs> like... <laughs> like, what happened there? One so, of our seasons was. So, so let's talk about it. So it's it's HBO's new show. Yeah. First episode was last Sunday. Yes. Uh, second episode did happen last night. I didn't watch it, though. So I we're talking episode yet. one, okay? Um, Jodie Foster. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of characters, actors you probably don't know. Yes. The, the second lead seems to be this other female cop who's kind of a badass, played by uh, a boxer, a female boxer okay. who hasn't acted, I think is really good. I like her, but Eric doesn't think so. I just, so what did, what did you think about this? It's it's wild. Like it's almost like uh, the thing yeah. where they're out in uh-huh. the fucking Arctic. It's always dark because it's the thirty days of night. Like remember that Josh Hartnett? Yes, <laughs> it's that right. I just maybe I, vampires. We don't even fucking know. Um, 
and it's supernatural, don't you think? Or they just they went so heavy towards supernatural things in this epi- first episode. I feel that like there's they no can't chance not. It, it has to be right. No, I feel like there's no chance that it is. There's no chance. I feel like that there's it a is. scientific reason behind everything that happened. And that's what that they happened. discovered or something. Yeah. But like to me, I was so confused. The that's story good. was so you muddy. Should, no, I, it I, wasn't. I mean, they gave me a lot of puzzle pieces. Yeah, and like the first that episode. that can be good that's or bad. Exciting. In some seasons, in the first season, there was a lot of puzzle pieces, and when they all perfectly fit together and had a beautiful picture, yeah. I was like masterpiece. Which, by the way. I mean, they, they show the birds circling in a certain way. They show these repeated symbols. In the first one, you were supposed to think pretty much the whole episode that there was somebody with some supernatural powers pulling the strings or something, what right? What about the bizarre CG? To open the season. It's one of, of the worst scenes I've <sighs> ever seen if, to open a show. Um, there is it's, no it's, way th- that There's they no spoilers here because you hit play and it's yeah. uh, like an Inuit man hunting... And all these caribou are in a valley, and then they run off a cliff, which is creepy. But it wasn't creepy because it was so distractingly bad CG. I mean, I, it, was, it looked like something it you was would like see about on the big screen worse. of the Bucks game. What was that movie with the train back in? The, is a Christmas movie? <laughs> it's all CG. Um, you know what I'm talking Polar about? Express. It was worse than Polar Express. It looked horrible. It was um, really bad. So I don't know what the fuck that was. I'm not saying that the show is really going to be bad by any means. I don't want I don't want people to think that or that I'm like out on the show. I'm going to watch the first three episodes and then I'm going to give it a real try before okay. I ever quit it. I just my my expectations were pretty high. They kind of were. I think that we're hurt by that. My expectations bit. were pretty high, and I felt confused in this episode. And that doesn't always mean bad. Yeah. But it's just like. At some point, I'm going to have to think that the conversations are important. And right now, I don't know the characters, so I don't really care what they're talking about. Yeah. And the things they're talking about don't make that much sense because I don't know what's it's going just on. just a little harder to get and into. And so I just found myself kind of being like, man, there's a lot of things. Like, she screamed at a woman who was, like, drunk driving. Yeah. What was that? Because she's an angry ass. She's like a broken lady, dude. She <sighs> can't be perfect. I don't know. She's and the mystery, I should have been excited. The tongue and everything in the mystery, should have been excited. You didn't I, care? I didn't really care. So Even at the end, when like that, that mm-hmm. visual of the whatever, I don't want to spoil anything, they kind of discovered the, the crime scene? Did I don't even remember. remember it. I was pretty down on it. I was like counting down the minutes <laughs> for it to be over. All right, so just, okay. I know you're going to watch more. I will. And you're giving, all, you're giving us all the, yeah. you know, softening this thing up, right? You're taking the edge off saying yeah. it's been one episode. What would you rate that episode like out of a hundred? A forty. Mm, that's really a lot lower. I didn't than like it. I would say I didn't. Like I was it. gonna give it like an eighty-two and I, just say like, "Hey, there's potential here." I would say it was bad. You're saying no. If you're saying it's forty, it's bad. I thought it was bad. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and and the thing is, is, I was watching it with my wife, and she was like, "You're trying to be contrarian," because I said I didn't like it. Oh, okay. She's like, okay. you're just trying to be a contrarian here. You're just trying to like go against what people like. And I said, tell me the last time we watched a show and I didn't try to tell you it was good. Yeah, right. Right. I was like, I feel like constantly you're the positive. I'm one. the one being like, this is good. It is good. No, it's it's good. It's really good. And then it gets to the end and I'm like, actually, I didn't really like it. <laughs> I'm Dude, usually I'm, that person. I tell myself that the whole time, too. I'm, I'm usually some that person. I watched person. Uh, Halo like that. Yeah. Like, like I'm Only usually, now can I look back and think, what was I doing? I'm usually a person who's positive about those things, and I found myself being like, this is boring. Yeah. So right. I didn't like it. It doesn't mean I won't like it. I hope, I really hope. I, yeah. I like. I want this series to be back, but this is the last chance. 
This, I'll tell you this what, season is the last chance. The, the what is happening to HBO needs to be documented. It's it's almost like if they just we'll yeah. ever see. Well, I feel like we are moving away from a place where we were getting some of the greatest art that's oh, being yeah. produced in our time. I I mean I, I mean we should all cancel Max in protest of these losers of from Discovery. Bring back all the creative team. They were like you have. they're like HBO. That brand is old. Let's go to Max. It's going to be way more exciting and it's like people don't even call it the box office anymore. Let's just change it to Max. I don't literally I don't even watch anything on HBO at this point. I, I think go on I have, there and I'm disappointed I'm like oh like, I think I have HBO. This is really sad. I think I have HBO because I use because I'm waiting oh. for Game of Thrones to come back. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can cancel. I think that's why I have HBO. Again. I don't really think there's any other reason that I have it. I don't really watch anything on there. <laughs> just want to see that Jon Snow sequel. Yeah, I'm just like can't wait. I'm just holding. <laughs> I'll on. pay two, three years worth. Just that's to how get I feel. Chance. I'm yeah. just paying for HBO for them to eventually bring. So back they have the like, production budget in order to go make a good season of. Yeah, I feel like I'm investing in Game of Thrones, and, like, that's it. Other than that, I don't really watch anything on there. Yeah. Because it's not good. Thanks, Discovery. I know. Fucking A, dude. All right. um, You watched uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Where did you watch this? It's it's on Apple Plus right now. Okay. Apple TV, right? So um, Another really sick streaming service with lots of good stuff. (laughs) Exactly. At least that one's cheaper. Uh, So, by the way... When Apple made this movie, I'm like, oh, sick. They're going to put it on their streaming service. No, they did a full theatrical run. We yeah. just finally got it free. Yep. They tried to charge us users, by the way, for a while. You could rent it for five bucks. Like, fuck you, dude. Anyways, so this is a long Scorsese movie. Okay. Really, really good acting. Okay. Um, like Story is how fun. Robert De Niro in this is doing stuff I have not seen him do, and he crushes it. Like he does a southern accent and he kills it. Like he, it's really impressive acting for like essentially an old man. And yeah. he's he's doing long monologues in fucking Blackfeet language. Like th- this is an impressive fucking role from him. So yeah. loved him in it. Leo is fantastic. Like you just you just watch him and you don't even really see acting. He just is kind. Of, I don't know. He's so so fucking natural. I think that my issue with Leo right now is that he. Don't say he's too famous and you just focus no, on him because no, he's not. No, you no. lose him, especially in this. He looks, oh, I like I him. Look like Leo right now. I think Leo is doing too many art movies and not enough, like for yeah. the people. You want him to deliver like? Give me some like. Give me some MCU. <laughs> I don't. I just. I just want him to be in some stuff again. That's like big box office movie sometimes because i feel like every movie he's trying to win an award and like yeah. ugh, i don't know you're right don't he does that. make a lot of boring stuff you're right he makes a well, lot he doesn't of work like, a lot no he does like the revenant i'm not gonna watch the revenant no Bro, it's another four hour long movie with actually no dialogue essentially and he gets a there's by one a bear. bear rape and i'm like that ain't bringing me in dude no. that ain't, so to me that. i just i don't know i'm just kind of like bored with the choices he's making yeah and yeah like, i get that i i mean you you got to work for Scorsese if he asks you, so you're going to do that. Um, but, dude, he's uh, he might do something with, Quir- like, Tarantino might be in the last, you know, that would be cool. That would be cool. Although I didn't really love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is, is I it was Tarantino, okay. do we still have to pretend he's only going to make so many movies? I think so. That's all I ever hear. He's is that he's going to make one more? Nah, he's going to make more than that. Well, I hope so. He's going to do, like, the one, our final tour, Rolling Stones, you know. 
And then my, that oh, was those like, are so my boring. dad, my dad always says he that. would love those. No, he said that he has a somewhere he had a Rolling Stones shirt that said Rolling Stones, the final tour from 1978. Right. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the final tour. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant how like James Cameron, instead of delivering us um, like the most incredible blockbuster fun movies ever, he makes documentaries about the ocean. Yeah. And Thanks. then, yeah. And then you got like all the directors literally go and make like Scorsese. You'll take two years off. Like think, make a movie about the Rolling Stones. Literally. Think about that though. Like, the, okay. the Rolling Stones. They, they, after their initial final tour, they've only gone on to make forty-five more years of music. <laughs> How many bands in the history of the world they're, have been around for over forty-five years? Have you heard years? their latest album? It was good. It slaps. It's good. I still listen to it. <laughs> Everything they make is good. It's unbelievable. Stones over Beatles. Oh, all day, every I day. I think they're proving it by. Still being a band, yeah, and not dying like no, they are know. dying. They are di- they're dying. They're of like dying causes, of though. natural causes, well, like or I mean, or catching years, years <laughs> of years of being the Rolling Stones catching up, years of natty lights and <laughs> yeah, that'll get you, man. And like being part of the deep state, like all that, yeah, child ring or something. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is all right. Um, you also did you go to a movie theater? I did. I and did what did you my see? Kids. My wife has been out of town, so like you know, time for boys to do some fun yeah. stuff. We went to Wonka. Okay. Me and my kids, and I um, loved it. Loved it. Wonka. I love that you loved it. I can't I believe, believe it. it. I thought you were gonna say it sucked. Yep. That's what I thought. I, the trailers, the trailers can't capture what the movie is. Like all you see in the trailer is like really cheesy snippets of like dialogue. But it works when it's in this kind of suspended reality. Like, it's it's dream logic a little bit more than you think it's going to be. And it's charming as hell. It's super funny. Tons of great actors, like, cameo in it and just crush it. It's way more creative. It's, it's better than the original Wonka, for sure. By a lot. And it's way better than the shitty one with Johnny Depp. The, the music is not pervasive. There's maybe five songs in it. I like the songs. They're fun. It's it's like so wildly creative and magical that everywhere you look and like they spent they did this thing right, dude. Not only did all the actors like take it really seriously and do an awesome job, they built like crazy contraptions. Like the sets are real and, uh, dude, I'm telling you, this movie was this was a ninety three. That's 93. amazing. Uh, what did you? I think? was shocked. Chalamet just tears it up. Chalamet is so charming in this. And you know what? It's not like the cranky older version, right? He's a kid. Like, he's not the guy that's, like, kind of creepy and, like, ha, 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 like, laughs when people are scared and yeah. is really jaded against the world. The, that he's Wonka like, is, like, he, op- he optimistic made, as shit. And I like made, that, too. That was ex- weird and exciting. Old, old crabby Wonka is kind of BS, though, because he's never got better publicity ever in his whole life than this this golden ticket thing right 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 right. and then the kids show up and he's like mad at them yeah he's a dick and he's just like why did i do this this sucks i mean that isn't this um this is like sweet and heartwarming and cartoony the kid my kids fucking loved it i loved it um you know this this guy named paul something paul king maybe is like blowing up this so he wrote it directed it he does he does the paddington movies yeah, okay. Everybody loves those movies. I think yeah. they're a little bit slow, but yeah. super cute. 
I, I think I get it on this, Paul. King I feel like guy. Paddington is just poo bear. We need the poo for Brits, but like, yeah, for Brits, and he like so wears he like a wear, raincoat. Yeah, because he's in England. It rains all. He's the time. He's like, I don't I live it. in a tree. I live in the city. No, I live down the, the way, and I have a little cracker. <laughs> he's like, oh god, <laughs> down the way. <laughs> <laughs> they say that, isn't it? Down way. That was almost uh, Australian. Okay, uh, so here's my question to you. Yeah. Um, Movie theaters are they are they uh, on the way up or on the way down? That's my big question for you today. I think they're actually on the way up a little bit because they were bottomed out. They are like, nowhere they were near like, the golden days where we were like thirteen, you know, fourteen, fifteen. The ki- like kids just went to the movies. They didn't have anything else to do. That's yeah, we'd be went. like, "What are you doing on Friday night? We're all going to a movie together. Going we're going to talk. It's gonna be like, and the place will be everyone. packed. It's gonna be fifteen. We're gonna you be know. complete dicks to everyone yeah. there. <laughs> Exactly. We're going to talk over the whole movie and not care. Well, now you go to a movie. I tell you, this at least was sold out. But that's because they're now they're putting like 20 chairs in a theater. They're huge. I love that. Yeah, I like so that. So the experience is a lot better than it was when <laughs> we were younger. The so, seats were uncomfortable. The food was still expensive, although it's ridiculous now. Um, it wasn't very good, though. You know, like now we got these big reclining seats and there's room for your fucking drink. It's not going to spill. You got... You can you still bring in your own candy, right? I yeah, mean, my yeah. big question for it's you a nice here experience. is like, how much did an outing with your two kids cost to go to this movie? You know, we didn't go that crazy. I think it was thirty bucks for the tickets. Okay, this was like a Saturday matinee. Okay, all right, and we had big ass chairs. We had assigned seats, right? So that was cool. Uh, yeah, thirty bucks, and then I think they both just got a big ass slushy, like icy. So that was probably another sixteen. I don't know. But I definitely have had nights where we the whole family goes. Yeah. And it is full on 160 bucks, dude. Yeah. And bowling is that too, by the way, now. I would say that so, like my big thing do? would be if I wanted to get the movie industry going, I think I would make a deal. And this is a deal that I think I would do, okay? Okay. $200, $200 for the year. Oh, yeah. And it gets you 12 movies, 12 sodas, and 12 large popcorns. Yeah. Okay. So that's like the equivalent of $20 a movie for 10 movies with two movies free if you sign up for this. I love it. $10. In, I would do it. You're saving money, but you're guaranteeing yourself I'm paying for yeah. going to 12 movies and this here, year. And here's the thing. It's like the way that they had like, like movie pass and yeah. shit was really like to make it worth it, you would have to see five fucking movies a month. You know what I mean? It's like nothing. I don't get pulled to the theater. Buy five movies a month. No, I'm I like, don't either. I'm like, cool. I'll wait for that on streaming. Cool. Yeah. I can wait in a, a year for this one. Yeah. It's I'm like, like just I give see me every the, movie eventually. I want to see like, like, I want to go to the theater for like an event that feels important to go to in the theater. Yeah. And like, they're usually. I mean, sadly, they're usually part of a, a franchise. Yeah. Because I want to see the next installment, and that's really important. Yeah, that's huge. That's a, That was a huge draw, and when that with shit Marvel, kind of, with Star Wars, yeah. with Harry Potter, with any of those, those are the movies that I, I felt like it's you a gotta moment. you got to see it opening day. It's a moment. You've got to see it right away. Yeah. And so to me, like I felt like that was really critical. And now I'm kind of like going to the movies feels like a task like it feels mm. like oh I'm, well, I'm gonna have to go it's gonna be expensive it's gonna be cold locking in <laughs> like i'm gonna have to go buy candy because i can't afford the candy you know what i mean yeah, like right. the whole thing kind of feels like you a, definitely do want to 
load up on snacks and yeah well especially with the kids because they expect that and so to me like that is all a lot of work i feel like yeah but when i go i usually have a good time especially these like dolby theaters they're nice where they're like man we got crazy surround sound everywhere your seat the picture is, is better than it's ever been in yeah. these theaters like they, it is a they nice show experience. you like they're like you think you know black yeah <laughs> let You're us like, show you real black yeah <laughs> and then they like show it to you on the screen and i'm like oh that is real black that is really that's black. crazy that's insanely black up there yeah and <laughs> that's a big deal yeah they the are blacks are the blackest and the, the you know colors are the brightest yeah and so to me like don't get me wrong i like all of that and i don't know that i've ever been to a movie theater and had a bad time oh i have you have i've walked out you have I, I, australia that okay. that movie was so, with you know kidman and hugh jackman yeah wow was that bad <laughs> i actually had to sit through that because it was my family but I walked out of Moulin Rouge. Okay. Walked out. And that was I was like with girls that I thought were cute. And okay. I still left. You were like, I'm, I'm out we of went, here. This is bad. Yeah. I just went and played in the arcade with like my buddy. I, I mean, like, I think horrible. that the worst. So that's it. The, I, I know I've brought this up before, but I did see a movie called Buddy one time in theaters. Yeah. With like my brother, my dad, another of my friend's dads and like their kids. Because it must have been like. Our moms were off doing something. Yeah. So they were like, let's bring them to a kid's just, movie called Buddy. And we went. They, just really, they probably hadn't seen anything about it. Just yeah. One. And like all I remember about it is that at one point of the movie, I, I looked over and my dad made, he was like multiple seats away from me and we made eye contact and every other person we were sitting with was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> And he was just like shaking yeah, his head, like this is horrible. not good. So I guess I have had okay, that, but but mostly. I mean, whenever we go to a movie, so I I've been to a few movies with you at uh, the place in uh, what what is that the fancy city? West End? Yeah, West End. That's nice. Theater. That's fun. Yeah, sitting in that upper level with the bar. But everybody, okay, now they all have alcohol too. Yeah, which this month I was annoyed about. Okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, wow! I would for sure have a beer right now. That would be sick. Yeah. And then I didn't. I did go to the theater for but my I like birthday. That. They all have it. AMC and Coon Rapids has it. Like my wife did bring me to the theater in Woodbury for my birthday. Oh yeah, that one's uh, and, different, isn't it? Yeah, and they do like they have like a full kitchen, and they have a restaurant there, and then they That's serve cool. all the food, and you have a waiter who comes throughout the movie. Nice. And you just you write your order down on this little ticket. And then if they see that you need anything, they come and bring it to you. Drinks and uh, that's all kinds of fun stuff. Really awesome. It was good. See, like maybe they just need more unique experiences, right? Yeah. That could be the difference. I think that like I the, love this. I, I think mean, that the, there this... should be two options of theaters. Like these seats have seen some shit. Yeah. You know, and this movie costs four dollars because of it. <laughs> right. And then there also needs to be a theater where they're like, this is a fifty five dollar night. You're lucky we're not asking for a tip. The food was good, and the can there just were good. be three kinds, and then the same kind we have now too, though? Because yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't want either of those. Yeah, every but time. like, but like, you do want to be like, if there was a yeah. big time, like I saw Spider Verse on my birthday, and it was like we were getting fancy <laughs> food, Nordy winning, Nordy winning. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I think that settles it. We want. We should go to more. Yeah, yeah. we should try. We should do better. I should do better for sure. You're in you February. Let's go. In, let's go to a movie in February. Well, this is also mm. kind of a bad time for movies. Yeah, nothing coming out. Nothing coming out. March. March. I bet there's something good in March. All right. Well, Dune. Oh, we. Well, there we're. Let's going take for off sure. work. Okay. Let's take off work on Thursday. Sure. Love it. I'll take a day off. Let's go. I, I'm down. Or Friday, whatever day. 
Maybe Friday. So it'll be three day weekend. Yet. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Doing two. Okay. I'm that's in. That's a moment. That see, yeah. it takes the that's right it. movie. I say we go and to that's that. going to have a great hey, opening weekend. I say we pick one of these nice theaters, get some tickets, and just grub out. Absolutely. Drinks are flowing. Food. The Ooh, whole world. Leave our trucks there. Uber home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Be like Dune. What did we see? <laughs> People are gonna I look over. Chalamet was in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were watching Wonka the whole time, confused as shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. That is it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Go check out our sports cast this week. Um, and as always, go back and listen to our Nordy Award winners if you missed that, our preview of 2024 as well. So until next time, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. Peace.